0: So we we all went to the local strip club because they have an awesome buffet.
1: Oh well you get the buffet. No. <laughs> the look on George's face. No, you,
2: it's <laughs> like, like I, I had a I had a lot to drink, No, I, I don't remember that.
3: You you eat before you go, not not while you're there.
0: Boy, I couldn't agree with that more.
3: Bring your Clorox wipes and your rubber gloves because you're gonna need need them
0: bring your paper towels and your window cleaner
2: dude i i don't i don't know what's going on but i want no part of any of that
3: i mean he's like let's go to the buffet at the 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 strip joint i'm like "No, no 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 no
1: welcome back to the watch list with patty and bill Bill is out recovering from his robo-knee surgery, and now he's got shingles to make it even better. So, send him your, your good well wishes and all that. Um, you can find us at thewatchlesspod.com, and we're on the socials as The Watchless Pod. Bill is on Instagram. He is Bill Ivory Larson. I'm Pirate Alice. So, filling in for Bill this week is the Interweb Radio Friday Free-For-All crew, Larry, George, and Bob... Tell us who you are and how to find you.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Larry from the Friday Free For All. You can find us on Facebook by looking for interwebradio.com. Uh, we do our live show. Uh, it's internet radio at its finest every other Friday night. So our next show will be the 19th of this fine month of May on at 8 o'clock Central Time. Again, search for interwebradio.com and, uh, or search for interwebradio on the Facebook.
1: So how's everybody doing?
0: Good doing Good. George, Bob, you guys should introduce yourselves as well. Be friendly.
2: Well, I'm George. Well, I could could introduce myself. It it would be a short-lived introduction. I am Bob. I have no socials. I had a MySpace. If you can find that and you can friend me, I may or may not get a notification (laughs) from the email that I don't use anymore.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Fantastic.
0: Bob's eight friends on MySpace are actually the only eight people still on MySpace. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> no I, i'm not on my I, I haven't anymore. logged into myspace in so long i don't i don't i don't see i'm down to seven oh, no. <laughs> it might actually be six i don't I, I don't know
1: never actually had a myspace because i created my own website before i knew myspace existed
0: oh were you a GeoCities person i had or Geo-Cities, did you have an actual like
1: i had GeoCities. i had there was another one as well that I forget the platform. But I also started, my friend is like, you know what? Just get your own domain and do a website. It's really easy. And then I was like, okay. And so I did. Because GeoCities was giving me a lot of nice. trouble. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why we eliminated them.
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're making it sound like we took them behind the chemical shed and shot them. That's not what happened. Hey, 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 hey. Stop using the it. The
1: other one was Tripod. Hey. That was the other one. I had a tripod wow, for my cat, even... and GeoCities was for me. That's what it was. I never
0: even heard of tripod.
3: It was the... all I need to say yeah. is this: my
0: neopets are starving, <laughs> but they're still alive.
1: Awesome, wonderful. So, uh, hey,
0: if it wasn't for MySpace, I would not be married today. Oh, hey, hey. That's um that's how. Uh, my lovely wife seal who is the executive producer of our show who's trying to kill me for the insurance money um that's how she we that's how she ultimately found me and we reconnected and that's how i ended up um the happily married person i am trying not trying to make sure the dog tastes all the food before she before i eat it interesting (laughs) but hey enough about us let's talk about what we're here to talk about and that's the watch list.
1: Yeah. So, I believe I gave you an assignment. Did you complete it in watching ah. Kingdom on Netflix? Anybody? Anybody? I
0: Taylor? will be the first to say I was not able to watch the I was not mm-hmm. able to watch the Kingdom as much as I wanted to. All right. So, please inform me. Tell me about the Kingdom.
3: Well, I I have a much better excuse that I didn't feel like it. I was on the road doing 1200 miles. That's
1: Acceptable. That was my excuse. I I
3: couldn't watch it while driving.
0: The police gave me the eye.
1: Yeah, that would be bad.
0: Well, not to make an excuse, but I was I had every intention of watching it at work today. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: uh, unfortunately, I actually had to do my job.
1: Oh, man. I hate when that happens. (laughs) It's
0: the worst.
1: It's the worst. Work? Yes, it is. Yeah. (laughs) So, I thought in an attempt to get people into Korean dramas, Kingdom would be a great one for you guys to start with because it is not only just a period historical drama, but it's a zombie drama. It is zombies in Joseon-era Korea, which is like during the 1600s.
3: Okay, so the really cool hats.
1: Yes, the cool hats and... The big giant lady dresses where you can't see their body, so it could be as fat as you want to be, and nobody would know. Called handbok for anybody who cares what that's called.
0: Oh, <laughs> can I can I can I wear those dresses? Because I think that would make me feel much better. The men
1: all wear handbok as well. It's just men man. Design it's a slightly different design it's also very bulky and a lot of well if you're a noble it's a lot of silk and bright colors i don't know if the, they actually wore bright colors back in joseon era but and the shows they're all wearing bright colors and the,
3: that's because they're all royalty or whatever yeah they're like all the royalty wear the reds and the all that stuff and normal folk wear well
1: the, the nobles will Pastels. wear like pastel blue and pink but the commoners wear kind of like cotton browns and beiges apparently <laughs> so yeah so the king is the one who becomes the first zombie and then uh, one of the doctor's assistants gets bit and the doctor brings him back way south and uh, to korea where his uh clinic is where some there's a famine and there everybody in the clinic is like sick and starving is on top of it so they can't get better so this one guy gets the bright idea to make a stew but he tells the nurse that he went and killed a deer and she's like yeah where the hell did you find a fucking deer there's a famine happening here and then when she's like finally gonna be like okay I'll taste the stew there's a finger floating in there that is from the dead assistant to the doctor and everybody starts retching not because they saw the finger, only she saw the finger, but they all start retching and then they all start to die. And then later.
3: And becomes zombies. They become oh, back to
1: life because the guy made the stew with the infected zombie boy. Oh my God. I'm so
0: sorry. I didn't watch this.
1: This is amazing. There are two seasons. It is both subtitled and dubbed. So you could watch it. However you wish. There's a prequel movie as well. Uh, but you really don't need to see that. Just Kingdom seasons one and two are good. And where can we find that, Patty? That's on Netflix. I think everybody should. I mean, I think that's a good entry level uh, Korean drama that will get you wanting to find more, as opposed to all the romancy ones that I don't think you guys would dig. I mean,
3: every, every once in a while I'll 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 get into a romance, but it's not very often at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. This one, as most of the historical ones do. They deal with the court and all the uh, corruption and background, like they're all fighting and murdering each other for power and all that kind of shit.
2: It's good to see that politics have uh, cleaned up in
1: in uh, recent times, and <laughs>
2: we don't do stuff like that anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't try to dethrone the crown prince as a traitor so that your daughter's... Maybe baby can become the next king. Maybe baby. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's... can I get that on shirt? <laughs> all, yeah, yeah. all I
0: know is as soon as we're getting off the recording, I'm gonna trademark that.
1: <laughs> maybe
0: baby. maybe baby.
1: I'm the one who said it. It's <laughs> copyright 2023, the watchless pod. So that that is kingdom in a nutshell. And yeah. I it's one of my favorites, and one of the first ones that I watched of Korean dramas and on a rewatching, I just watched rewatch the first two episodes. Now that I've seen a ton of historical ones, it kind of makes a little more sense what was going on with the crown prince. Cause the first time I watched it, I had not seen any Korean dramas. So I didn't really understand what was going on with these other guys and these other elaborate outfits. And they're like the chief state counselors and all that. And they're the ones who that, that Joseon era, they were the ones with the power, not the king. Ah, They could be like, Jonah, please don't do that because it's terrible. And then they all start moaning like that. And then they all have a sit in, in the front yard of the, the palace all night and all day, never moving, just crying out to the, the, the king to do their building. And yeah, it gets, I'm like for a king who, why doesn't he have power? Cause in my world, king is like, I'll, I will kill you where you stand if you don't do what I say. But apparently they had a cabinet of people to make him not do anything and just be a puppet.
2: It was it was more of a ceremonial title?
1: It seemed to be. And in the historical dramas, it seems that way, that a lot of them are just uh, puppet kings. There are a few that are more uh, combative, I would say in a few dramas where one just killed anybody who opposed him, which, Hey, that's another form of ruling, I suppose. Yeah.
2: My, my, my favorite puppet King was King Friday.
1: Oh, I love King Friday. And Prince Wednesday. I think that no Prince Tuesday. <laughs> oh my God. I can't remember who they were anymore. I'm terrible.
2: That, that was all that I got. Everything <laughs> after that is a, is a blur that I washed away with scotch. <laughs>
1: So what else are you guys watching? What have you got? Somebody was talking about John Wick.
2: Yes, I I I recently saw the uh, the fourth John Wick movie. I was uh, impressed with uh, the the movie and the sheer litany of bullets that everybody fired at one another, and and miraculously, a lot more people didn't die a lot quicker.
1: Right. That's always interesting to me when they don't die very quickly in a hail of bullets.
2: Yes. Well, well in the, in the third movie, um, John went and found himself a tailor who made him a uh, bullet resistant suit. And apparently all of the henchmen in the fourth movie went to the same tailor because everybody was wearing a bullet resistant suit.
1: Right. That's man. I want one of those.
2: I do I try mean, to avoid where the bullets are. That's 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 how yeah, I yeah. Do. The key the key is to avoid the bullets
3: and their source. Yeah. Not to wear things yeah. that are bullet resistant.
1: True. But I love John Wick for actually I love all the John Wick movies. They're so much fun to watch. I,
3: I like how I like how there's a dog theme in every one of right. them, but not necessarily the same theme. Like not necessarily the same dog theme, Right. you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: I found that. Uh, look for look for the command nuts.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that is fun. That
3: was fun. I was like, okay, that's that's just rude. Really, <laughs> there's no reason.
1: For that. Well, I guess when you're being attacked, you know, anything goes.
3: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I enjoyed John Wick. I thought it was good. I. I. I, I think I take issue with the, the number of concussions that one that one human being could possibly survive in a day. Yeah. Like okay, you get whacked by a car. Oh, again. Oh. Again. Oh, again. Well, all right. At this point you're bleeding from the ears. <laughs> you, right? You, you, like w- what magic is holding your brain together?
2: <laughs> Cinema well, magic. You know, you ju- and and then for a good measure you jump out of a third story window onto a car. To, you know, knock everything back into place.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, that makes total sense. Totally. I
1: mean, in the movies, people lose their memory by hitting their head. Well, they hit their head again and suddenly they remember who they are. You know? That happens. That's just not how brain damage works. (laughs) But that's how it works in the movies. It's cinema medicine.
3: Your your, your plot (laughs) device
1: is is broken. (laughs) And so is your skull.
2: And so is your skull. I I, I think one guy in the past had a head injury and pretended like he didn't remember anything. And then he received another head injury and he forgot momentarily that he was playing a ruse on everybody. And then he had to just go with it. He got his memory back. And that's where it all stems from. One asshole (laughs) who tried that shit and everybody bought it.
1: Maybe, maybe. Could be. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's the only thing that I. Otherwise, it all it all sounds made. That kind of sounds
3: like how leeching took off. Like how how else would leeching have taken off? Like you're you're sick, uh, but these leeches will eat the illness. Yeah. And someone's like, "Well, I feel better." It's like, "Sweet, this works. We'll do it to everyone." Maybe. Yeah. And then. And then two hundred years of leeching, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and that's how that works,
1: right? Yeah, <laughs>
3: it doesn't.
2: Well, you know, that's that's how they figured lobotomies work so well. It's like, right. well, he's not screaming obscenities at people anymore. True,
1: yeah, true. It,
2: he's not, he's not doing anything anymore.
1: Yeah, yes, he's it not works. Beating Never. on people I, or what? anything crazy? Yeah.
2: I don't, I don't know that that's, that's how this all works, but okay. <laughs> Lobotomies it is.
1: All right. What else have we got? What else have you guys been watching?
2: Well,
3: I, New, uh, old, I, don't think.
1: What
3: I, 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 I'm a, I'm an anime guy. Okay. I like anime and I, I, this, this one's available on Netflix and I, I think it's, uh, worth, uh, watching. It's a little bit older. It's from 2018. It's called Violet Evergreen. Mm. I don't know if any of you are familiar with a violet evergreen, but um, so this is a story about. um, This is a story about a a soldier. She uh, was assigned to uh, protect this lieutenant, and she was with him towards the end of the war. And so there's this great war, and um, the war ends. And now she doesn't know what happened to the lieutenant. She's not sure. Um, But like, because of the way she was trained and the way she was sort of treated as a weapon, she has trouble understanding her own like feelings. Right. And during the war, she lost her hands. So she, she has like, like basically machine hands. Okay. They're like prosthetic. And she learns how to, uh, she works at the post office, but the post office is a little different. Most people don't know how to read or write, so the way the post office works is, you show up, or you go, you as you as a representative of the post office, you go somewhere where like rich people live, and they tell you what to write and to where to send it, and so you help them uh, craft the letter, um, and then or you read a letter that someone else crafted f- for them so that they can re- you know receive it essentially, and so that's her job. And the whole uh, story is about her trying to figure out how she feels about this lieutenant who's gone, and uh, people trying to like convince her that he's dead. And it's it's very sad, actually. Hmm. Like I cried, I cried like a little girl. It was it was both terrible and great. I really I really suggest this one. It's very good. <laughs> But it's very sad. So if you're hoping for a pick-me-up, not this one. Not that one. But if you're hoping for something really good, this one will definitely work. <laughs> okay.
1: So if you want a nice drama, <laughs> Violet Evergreen is for you.
3: It is. It is uh, also dubbed and or uh, you can uh, subtitle.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: How about you, Larry? What have you got? Well, before we get into my selection today, okay. I want to go back. I want to go back to a couple of shows and a couple of things you've talked about in the last couple of weeks. If that's okay oh, with you, totally our fine. leader.
1: Yeah, let's roll back. Okay.
0: First of all, um, your uh, your sister, Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam. What a great idea for the name of a TV show, by the way. My sister, Sam.
1: I know. Right? Wouldn't that be a great show? That would be a great Maybe, name for a show. Yeah. Maybe, uh, what was her name? Pam Dauber could play... Sam. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I like that. So
0: <laughs> y- you guys were talking about um, one of her selections uh, was she was rewatching Gilmore Girls. Oh, yes. And
1: She's been watching Gilmore Girls all over again. Yes.
0: And th- thanks to uh, syndicated television and the multitude of cable outlets that I still subscribe to, I get to ch- watch Gilmore Girls on almost as uh, whenever I want to see it, I can usually catch an episode or two. It's so, also on um, Netflix. Yes. It's available on Netflix along with a mm-hmm. year in the life, the uh, four episode stuff, yeah. mini arc from 2017.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I have to say that if, as I have watched, rewatched the episodes of uh, Gilmore girls more and more, like I know, I know you said you began to relate more with uh, Emily, Laura, uh, yes. Lorelai's mother more and more. I, as I watch it more, I realize that Lorelai and Rory, I don't think are good people. I really don't. <laughs> the more I watch it, the the less I like Lorelai and Rory, because that was, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no. the, the I begin to notice more and more how spoiled they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I understand that. In Lorelei's mind, when she had the baby, she had to get away from her parents and she had to figure out how to make do life on her own, be, for whatever reason. But
1: yeah, because she, she was just, like a teenager or just out of high school or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: She was 16. She was 16 when she gave birth, and mm-hmm. she lived with her mother and father for a couple of months before she decided to hightail at the stars hollow. Yeah. And I'm just as I'm just watching these episodes, I'm like All she cares about is what she wants. She doesn't really, Mm -hmm. it takes a long time for her to come around to wanting, to actually caring about other people and what they want. You know, her whole relationship, you guys mentioned Max, the relationship they had in the first season, was, in my mind, was a result of the fact that she did want to date Luke, but Luke, uh, but Rachel, Luke's girlfriend, came back into the picture. And all of a sudden it's like she had nowhere else to go because Rachel was there and Max was in the wing, so she's like, whatever. And more and more as I watch it, it's like these little things that most of us would tolerate. And I understand it's a TV show and all that kind of stuff, but neither one of them were really deep down. They were they had bad tendencies that created the drama in their life. If they were, if they didn't have those bad tendencies. Their drama would not nearly have, would not have been nearly as bad, in my opinion. So.
1: Yeah, I think Rory in the first season she was okay because she wanted to get along with her grandparents and that kind of thing. And I, but because she grew up with Lorelei and Lorelai's selfishness and self-absorption, as she got older, we start to see her emulate her mother more. And even in those final that final wrapping up everything, it's like apparent that she is a mini Lorelei. Yes. And yeah, Lorelai is a very much on rewatching older and having a different perspective. Yeah, Lorelei is totally a spoiled person and very self-centered. And it's all about her and her needs and what does she want?
0: Yes, I totally. couldn't Close. agree more. And I, I do have to say one of my favorite episodes of the first season was the episode where Rory goes to the golf course, the, to the club with uh, with Richard. I That was such a cute episode on how they they bonded, they gossiped, and I yeah, like that yeah. so much. That was such yeah. a good, well-written episode. I really do like Amy Sherman Palladino. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a great writer, and she has great ideas. Um, she did Bunheads. She did The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. She's really good at what she does, but yeah, it's it's almost sad, though, as I go back and watch. It's like, I like the other people in town so much more than I like sometimes Rory and Lorelai.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's, you yeah. know, like, i I've become a huge Kirk fan. I just love how eccentric oh, Kirk. he is.
1: Oh, my God, Kirk. Yes. I love, forgot I I about love Kirk. Kirk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love Kirk. Mm-hmm. So, who also is uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: Yes, yes. Brother... He's been in a bunch of things since since Gilmore Girls. Every time i see mm-hmm. him, I'm like, it's Turk. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he he was he was the the motion capture for Rocket, uh, the, oh, really? the squirrel, or the, yes, or the rogue whatever his that. name was. And yeah, he was or no, Rocket Raccoon. Trash- yeah. raccoon? Yeah. raccoon, yes, Rocket Raccoon. A Beatles fan, you think I would know that? You um, would think. And uh, he was also um, one of Yondu's, uh crew Mm -hmm. in the movie that was where you got to see his face but yeah he was a motion capture for for rocket cool so yes so and and the second thing i wanted to come back on Mm -hmm. is you guys talked about picard and i loved how you felt Ah. about picard yeah but i didn't i disagree with bill there was never a moment in watching three seasons of picard and seven seasons of the next generation and three of the four movies that they made as a group where I wanted to see any of them go away or die. After Nemesis a little, but it was because of Nemesis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was ready for a break after Nemesis, but yeah. um, there was really, like, I'm, like I've been watching the last episode of Picard a couple of times,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I really thought the writers nailed it. There was not a reason for them should go because there's so much more that they can do with those characters if they in fact do this legacy this Star Trek legacy that they're talking about, which would follow Seven and Rafi and uh, Jack Crusher as they're now on the new Enterprise Yeah and yeah. their adventures. You know, I think I don't think you could take away any of those characters. I wouldn't put them in full time, but I wouldn't I would want there to be the opportunity that there might be a reason that one of them might show their face in the new episode in the new series if that series comes to fruition. So but otherwise uh, I agree with you guys totally about it. I think the third season of a card was so well done it actually pales the other two in comparison. The first two seasons were just so just so not where that third season was and how well Everything was put together, and the, the little hints of Easter eggs, like in the final episode, uh, Walter Koenig plays the president of the United States, uh, and they give him the name of Anton Yelchin. Right. Uh, they call him Anton, yes, as a, as a nod to the, the actor who played uh, Chekhov in mm-hmm. the, the Kelvin line of uh, Star Trek with Chris Pine, that whole series after he passed away. And I, that kind of, that moved me a little bit in the middle of the episode. That kind of, you know, as that was all playing out. And I heard that and I was like, oh my God, that was so, such a nice moment. It didn't take me out of it, but it was like, that was so cool. And they, they did so well with plugging in the past with the present and laying a groundwork for the future. I just, I couldn't, I can't recommend Picard enough to even non-Star Trek fans. Because if you watch it from the first, even from Series 3, uh, from the beginning of Series 3 to the end of Series 3, you will understand what's going on. They do a really good job of keeping you in the loop without having to know the past story. So, um, so I just wanted to cover those two things. And okay. maybe one day Bill and I can be on the same place and we can debate the finer maybe. points of killing them all <laughs> off. I'll Perhaps. just go back and, you know, I'll watch Nemesis ahead of time. Maybe I'll be more sympathetic.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> okay. so um, for by. For my new show that I have spent some time watching, uh, I am currently incredibly hooked on Muppets Mayhem on Netflix. I'm sorry, on Disney Plus. How dare I say that? Um, It is a new show. um, And uh, what it basically is, is uh, the house band from the Muppet show from Mm the 70s. Um, It is their story. Uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem Band go on an epical music journey. I'm reading this off of IMDb. Okay. Uh, Ah. They go on an epic musical journey to finally record their first ever studio album. Uh, Nora, a driven uh, junior AR executive at a record label who uh, Electric Mayhem signed a contract with um, back in the 70s to record an album and had never completed the album. Um, She finds out that they... Oh, the record company an album, and the record company's about to die. So she mm-hmm. feels that she can use elect she can use Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem Band to save the record label. And she goes, she finds them, and the whole thing is the story of how that they, they go from uh, not accepting almost to embracing the idea of making an album and, and then uh, along the way, all the pitfalls that happen as they try to write songs and they try to do everything and their personal lives. And Nora has, you know, a love triangle and she has a conflict with her sister that all everything has to be dealt with as they come together. Um, the, the show, I've watched the first seven episodes, maybe eight um, out of the 10 that are the, that are in the first issue. I don't know okay. if they're going to make a second season, but uh, it's a fat, it's fast-paced, it's well done. The script is amazing. It's from Adam Goldberg, okay. um, from the Goldbergs and what have you. Okay, and the okay. script just yeah, the script just moves along really fast. There's a lot of jokes in there. There's a lot of cameos that you wouldn't expect. Um, some of them make a lot of sense in the course of the story, uh, like. Kevin Smith shows up because they want to do a documentary about the band as part okay. of the rollout. the yep. album. So they, they hired Kevin Smith to shoot the documentary and that has its own jokes. There are callbacks to all the way to Abbott and Costello oh, to wow. modern day jokes. Um, it's they're subtle, but if you, if you're paying attention, you're going to pick up on them. And it's, it's something that you can watch. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm an old geezer and it worked for me. But I think if kids sit down and watch this, they would enjoy it as well. Um, I can't recommend it enough. And that's, uh, again, on Disney Plus, it's uh, The Muppets Mayhem. Cool. And, uh, yeah. I, I'll i have to check it out. So, Yes, it's definitely worth it. And uh, like I said, um, I think the funniest part is uh, in the episode with Kevin Smith, just to see all the cameos they get in that particular episode Um, and how they work them in is just hilarious. And uh, also in the, uh, in order to to lay out the storyline of what has happened to the band since the time that they, uh, they stopped shooting the Muppet show. They do one of those almost like uh, VH1 behind the musics with, uh, they have Ryan Seacrest hosting it and they have all kinds of rock yeah, they have all kinds of rock and roll stars during that little clip talking about their experiences with um, with the band as the band has toured. Because they start off with saying that the band has been touring for so long; it's the longest uninterrupted tour in the history of music. Because they've literally been touring since the end of the Muppet Show. Nice. And so, and uh, yeah, cool. and they got, and they have some, they have some jokes that almost take you out um but they don't and it's um it's just really i say take the time watch the first couple episodes uh, all 10 are available now on disney plus they're not releasing it one one week at a time so you can oh, binge fun. watch it and it's a fast watch you know it it, it goes quickly so yeah i definitely recommend uh and definitely recommending uh the muppets of mayhem if you have the if you have the time definitely watch it cool uh,
3: let's see here. I mean, uh, the other show I had in mind to talk about today, I don't know if you've done a show on it before, uh, if you've done the show before, but, uh, I, su- um, Lucifer, Familiar? I have Anyone?
1: seen a little bit of it early on, like the first season, a couple of episodes, but I want to say it was opposite something else that I watched. And so I never really got back to it. And it's had many a season. I think they continued it on Netflix, didn't they? After it was cancelled on yes. TV. Uh,
3: it was on for a while, then it got canceled, and then it was re- it was picked up again by uh Netflix. And at this point it has six seasons. Wow. And um it's uh it, how do I put this? It's satirical. Mm-hmm it's um it's uh, uh it, it it it's very sort of you know yeah he's the devil but it you know he's he's just tired of running hell he's been doing it a really long time it's boring he's annoyed so he's like you know what i'm going to retire usually he just takes short vacations to earth but this time he's like you know what i'm just going to move to la The hell with it <laughs> Some pun intended. So uh-huh. the, the hell <laughs> to hell with hell. Nice. Hell with it. Nice.
0: <laughs> so he.
3: So. <laughs> so I mean, and then the, it's it's just uh, Lucifer trying to sort of fit in in human society, um, but he has a lot of issues, and so he 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 uh, bumps into this uh, detective, uh, Chloe Decker. Uh, who used to be an actress uh, when she was very young, uh, much, much younger, and decided that she didn't want to do acting anymore. She wanted to have a real job like her dad. And she wanted to become a detective, and now she's a detective. And they help solve a murder together. And then he sort of like really gets into the work. Because, you know, he's into punishment. He He's a punisher. That's yeah. his thing. So he's like, oh, okay, so you find bad people, and I used to punish bad people. Uh, Maybe we could do this together. It'll be great. And the thing is, the entire time, he never lies. Everything he says is absolutely true. Everything he says he believes to be correct. And it's horrifying because he also also has a therapist. (laughs) And every time he tries to get therapy... The therapist tries to explain to him what's happening. He then misunderstands and does the exact opposite thing.
1: Of course. <laughs> All right. It's very funny.
3: <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and then there's just—I mean, there's there's lots of hijinks, random stuff, and essentially every case that he and Decker are trying to solve together end up being about him in of some course. way. I mean, you know, but he's he's self-centered. And and that's just how he is, and it, it takes a really long time for him to try to you know to learn things. It takes like four seasons. So hold on, it gets it, it, you know eventually so some of these uh, uh, some of these ideas will sink in, and Lou will learn. I promise you. So it's very funny. I really enjoy it. Uh, I've been rewatching it, and right now uh, I'm in the middle of season five. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've watched it twice now, so I don't know what that tells (laughs) you, but I I like it.
1: Is it like a comfort show for you or just something Uh, that you don't have to think too hard about?
3: Well, because, I mean, I think that it has, yeah, at this point it is. Yeah, the first time, obviously, no, because I was, you know, still trying to get into the plot. But now it's like, yeah, I know what happens. You know it's uh, uh it's sort of relaxing yeah all right okay um and uh, uh one of my favorite characters is uh Mazikeen, uh who is a demon who came up to w- from uh hell with lou and she's his bartender at the at this bar at this uh, uh club that he runs which is lux and um Mazikeen like her character development is great because at first she's a demon. She tortures people. That's kind of her thing. She's into all kinds of things that you would think demons are into. Sex, violence, drugs, rock and roll. That's what she's into. Uh she's real simple. You know, the only the, her only possessions that she really values are her like ginormous torture kit and the <laughs> knives of which she has many. <laughs> so like I'm like, "Oh, this is this is great, uh, but like over over the course of seasons, she like gets to, uh, she begins to form relationships with humans. She begins to like, you know, it's it's very it's it's a, a a very interesting development, and it's not all like oh she's improving constantly. Sometimes she sort of like degrades back because you know bad things happen to her and she she you know she has a sliding she she slides back to her old ways you know and so it's like it's more it's a really uh, a good character development rather than just like a, she turns into you know um uh, what is that uh when a character characters too perfect for their own good oh
1: know. shit i don't remember the word's not yeah name. there's there's a know. word for it that
3: that, <laughs> that uh, escapes me but, hmm. but yeah so that's it's it's really good i like
1: it. lucifer and it's on netflix lucifer it's All on right. netflix Anybody else got anything else, Bob, Larry, either of you?
0: So I was going to, if nobody has anything else to review, I was going to ask, what are you looking forward to the next couple of weeks that that's going to premiere the next couple of weeks, Patty?
1: Oh gosh. I don't even know what's premiering in the next couple of weeks. I have been so hooked on Korean dramas and just constantly looking at the watching whatever one Suits my fancy that day.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: I, I don't even know what new is coming. To be honest with you. Um, no. Yeah.
0: See, I brought that up to stall because something's coming ah. out, and I can't find it on the list of stuff. Oh. I had it okay. written down, but of course I left the list. I left the list in the house. Well, Of so course. I'm you trying did. to see if I can spot it. So of course I did.
1: If you so, keep looking, um, um, Dwight had found a new show that's on Apple Plus. That I didn't know about until he made me watch it oh. <laughs> Okay It's called Silo It's based on a series of books uh, it's, There's a dystopian world There's like 10,000 people living in this underground silo They don't know why they're there They don't know why they're underground They don't know who built the silo And they don't even know what happened outside To why they have to live in this silo and never leave
2: it, was it written by M. Night Shyamalan? No it, I can was- tell you-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not written by him. The books are written by Hugh Howey, if that means anything to anybody. And the series is called Wool, um, if you care. I figured I've never heard of it, so I'm not even going to go there. But now I have. Uh, but anyway, whenever is this somebody... With- yeah, go ahead. I was going to
0: say, is this with Common?
1: Common is, is in one it. Of the stars- Tim Robbins... Will Patton and Rashida Jones are some of the big ones um, that are in this. Yes.
0: Yeah. I've heard some good things about this. I just haven't had a chance to check it out yet.
1: It is. I'm, I'm really liking it. There's only three episodes so far. Uh, They're dropping them every Friday. And if somebody talks about going outside or questions, what happened in the past or anything like that, um, they get locked up in prison, in jail. And they could also, if they want to go outside, they ask to go outside. And then it's like a big ritual thing. And th- sometimes, as a punishment, they'll send you outside because you've asked too many questions. And there's a camera outside looking at the world. And it's like this desolate wasteland. And everybody who's sent outside cleans the camera lens even though they say we can't make you clean it but we would ask that you would because the desolate wasteland blows all this dirt on the camera and then they can't see anything outside not that there's anything to see in a desolate wasteland but whatever so everybody cleans the camera and uh rashida jones's character she has found some things out and she just can't handle Living in this silo and all the lies she seems to think they're telling her. And so she goes outside because she thinks that that picture of outside is fake and there's a computer that's making it look like a wasteland, but really it's not. And she tells her husband that she's this is what I'm going to do. Okay. If I clean the camera, that means. What we're seeing here inside is fake. And if I just wave goodbye and walk away without touching the camera, then you know that what we see is real. Well, she gets outside, we see her come and clean the camera, and she makes like a little half smile. And then she turns and starts to walk away and drops down dead because everybody does out there because it's a toxic wasteland. And so we're left wondering what did she see when she get out there? Cause she said she would only clean the camera if there was something worth seeing out there. And that is the first episode and where it goes from there. The whole thing is a big question of what is going on, what happened in the past, who built this silo? Why are we here? And why are they all suppressing the truth about what's going on? And is outside really a wasteland?
3: It sounds like lost. I'm getting a lot of lost um, feelings about
0: this.
1: No, no, I,
0: I'm getting the village. I, <laughs> I, think, I think Bob. I think Bob is on to something. I really
3: do. <laughs> yeah, this this feels like M, you know, Emlon Shaolin for sure. Yeah, uh, I, it's I get that. Yeah,
1: the get typical that sci-fi dystopian future kind of a thing where usually they just say it's dystopian and you accept it and move on. But this one is. Like, we're you're, you're thinking there's this mystery of what happened in the past, and maybe we'll get there. We sure hope we'll get there. I hope so. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, my, my, my favorite futuristic post-apocalyptic movie was always The Postman. You know, a lot of people hated the hell out of that movie, but know I what? liked
0: it. I don't think that movie gets the credit it deserves. It's a long movie. It's probably, it might be too long. That is a good movie. If you allow yourself to just take the movie as it, as it's being presented to you, there's a whole story there about a man who finds himself and finds an inner strength that he never wanted to find as you watch how the postman develops. He never wanted to be, fight that army. He just wanted to be left alone and somehow... The circumstances of the movie bring out the best in him. And it's it's really, I think it's an underrated movie. I really do. I, I'm not going to say it's one of Kevin Costner's best, because you can always go back to um, the baseball movies, like For Love of the Game and um, Bull Durham. What? I was certainly going to bring up Waterworld, yeah, Right? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I really think The Postman is a, a lot better than people give it credit for.
1: I can't remember if I've actually seen it. I mean, I've heard the title and, but I don't know if I've actually seen it or not. I'll have to find hey, it and watch else, it to see if I've seen it. Yeah.
0: If nothing else, it's got a killer cameo from Tom Petty in it. Whoa. And yes, and. The part he plays, you know, um, it works for him, but at the same time, it lays lends all kinds of credence as the postman takes his final steps in the movie. Hmm. So it's yeah, it's um, it, it the postman is a better movie than people give it credit for by a long shot. Okay. So, yes, if you, if you're looking for something to watch and you've got you know a whole day to kill, like on a rainy day in May. <laughs> yeah. Find a copy of the Postman, order a pizza, because it'll be there about a third of the way through the movie. Enjoy the pizza and then order some when you're done with that, order some ice cream, because that will be there about the time the movie's almost ready to end. All right. But sit down and enjoy enjoy the movie and just allow it to allow it to happen at its own pace and you will find you'll find it to be definitely worth your time. Cool. All
1: right. So what's this new stuff? Did you find it? Um, I had a light bulb moment
0: go off when you mentioned Apple no. Plus. Uh uh-huh. I need sometime. I need to find some time this weekend to watch the Michael J. Fox documentary. Right. Where they're going to talk about which I was hoping to watch today at work, which I also did not get a time to do because mm. somebody decided I should actually have to work today. Jerk. So, but uh, yeah, really, uh, don't they know I should just get a paycheck? I mean, come you on. Know? Jeez. But uh, I'm absurd. Yeah, I'm looking forward sometime. Yeah. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking forward sometime in the next week to catching that on uh, the Apple Plus. And I really want to go see the new Book Club movie. I know it's book a modern club? day Golden Girls at book. Yeah, Book Club with uh, Jane Fonda and uh, oh, Candace Bergen and Mary okay. Steenburgen. And uh, oh God, uh, the third, the fourth person's.
1: Sure. Okay. Diane right.
0: how can I forget Diane Keaton?
1: My right? wife will laugh
0: at me Could when she, she hears she this and here me. I No, because <laughs> technically when you talk to Seal, Diane Keaton is on my list. Oh. You know, everybody has the five the That's list right. of five people. Supposedly, Your list. Yes. Supposedly on my list is Diane Keaton, Queen Latifah, and a couple other people. But you know, Diane ah. <laughs>
3: Well played, sir. Well played.
2: You, uh, you say supposedly, yeah. allegedly.
3: Yes, that's that's great.
2: Oh, Where is your list laminated? Speaking of that's <laughs> great.
3: Uh have you seen The Great on Hulu? I have not. So, uh it's a it's a it's a TV show on uh Hulu. It's called The Great and it's about um Catherine the Great and it's hilarious it is about um it's about her reign essentially and it's about uh because in in real life what happened is she's german marries a russian uh, uh emperor uh becomes empress essentially taking over his role and begins to run russia and it's like the, the, like the first most of the first season is her trying to kill him, <laughs> <laughs> and and him not dying. It's it's it's, but this, it's very. This, this fun. show
2: was mentioned to me today because I because I use the word huzzah.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> huzzah. Yes, there's lots of that. It's it's uh it's irreverent. This... It's funny. It's absurd. It's raunchy. Is
1: there an actual bear in this? Yes. Or is there's this the a one with Helen Mirren? <laughs> there's a bear okay so that's the one with the X I have seen the great now that you have confirmed the bear for me yes it is crazy and it's fun yes it's absolutely crazy and a lot very, of fun yes. the great yes yes so I I recommend
0: that does this have does this does this have Madonna and Antonio Banderas in it
3: just make sure there are no children. <laughs>
1: No, I do not believe Madonna. Okay, just checking. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a bear. bear. There's a bear. There is a bear. Yes, I mean it's in Russia. There's got to be a bear. There's got to be a bear. It's It's Russia.
3: It's it's in the contract. They have to have a bear.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) So yeah. So the Michael J. Fox thing, I believe, is called Still.
0: I believe so. Yes,
3: I see what they did there. That's either hilarious or troubling. I'm not sure which.
1: <laughs> well, you know, he, he is part of this documentary. He helped make it. So okay, funny, funny,
3: uh, it funny it is. Uh,
1: yes,
0: yes I, I think still is referring to the fact that he is still out there doing what he wants to do. Because, I mean, even a couple years ago, he did the final season of, uh, on ABC of... Uh, Suits? Um, oh, no, what was the name of the, what was the name of the TV show where... Uh, Kiefer Sutherland becomes president. Uh, it's like,
1: oh, designated survivor.
0: Yes, Michael J. Fox was in was in the third season of that, and yeah, uh, you know, and he played a pivotal role in that. He keeps showing up in things. He's doing the best mm-hmm. he can, um, which I think is great. You know, it's it's a testament to his will to want to continue yeah. his craft, and I think he's being a great example to people who are suffering from Parkinson's that they don't have to give up on their on their life because simply because they're diagnosed. I mean, you know, now that I said Parkinson's, yeah. I'm doubting myself.
3: The, the 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 difference though is like if you have crap tons of money, your life with Parkinson's
0: is very different than if you don't have crap tons of money. You know what I mean? I don't disagree with that. Although um, my aunt suffered from Parkinson's I believe, and she she still did live several years um, and did as much as she could. And she you know, she still went out with her friends and she still did what she was doing and um, for a long time. So I understand completely his drive and it, seeing what my aunt went through and what he's going through. It's like, um, it doesn't, you know, I, I do understand that whole part of it and what he's talking about there. Um, and like I said, it, he's very inspirational and in how hard he tries just to be normal, you know? And I don't even like using that word in that sentence because, you know, but he is really trying and he's, I think succeeding in getting everything he can out of the life he has. And I think that's yeah. an important, you know, I think that's important to let people know that's, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, yeah, oh, okay. I have nothing else to say. The defense rests. All
2: right. Who are we prosecuting? I'm. I'm very confused.
0: <laughs> you, Bob. You were, we <laughs> oh, were prosecuting okay. you this whole time, and the jury's out.
2: I, I, I plead guilty by reason of insanity. That's
3: perfectly reasonable. So, what are you looking forward to, Bob? What uh, What's coming out that you can't
2: wait to see? Um, I, I want to go see the, uh, the guardians of the galaxy volume three. I've, I've heard good things and yeah, I want to go see it.
0: I've heard things. I heard some good things.
2: I've we'll heard, I've out. heard some good things.
1: Okay. My husband actually stayed awake for the whole movie.
2: That's high praise.
1: It is. is that, it is high is that, praise.
2: That's a mark of a good movie.
1: It is in his world. Yes. He said, he also said it was good.
2: Which
3: He's is very high praise. <laughs>
1: that, that was his full review that he spoke out loud <laughs> and said it was good, and he stayed awake.
3: <laughs> I mean, what more do you want from a film?
1: Right. I mean, go to the theater, get in that big old recliner, and stay awake. I mean, he fell asleep in so, John Wick Four. If you need ow. any comparison here, I know, what? right? How <laughs> can you fall asleep in John Wick for crying out loud?
2: It was probably probably one of uh, Keanu Reeves' long winded rants that he goes on during the movies. I found That's those amazing. to be kind of. I was like, all right, enough with the yappity yapp. Oh, all all those lines he had to learn for that film.
1: I'm not watching John Wick for talking.
2: Oh,
3: man. <laughs> come on, shooty shoot, shooty shoot.
1: Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, come on, fight with it's, people. Kill them pew, all. It's pew, pew
3: time, not, not jabber, jabber time. Pew, pew. pew. <laughs> right. If I wanted to hear people talking, I'd go to my meetings. It's
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, time. Right?
0: Hello, my name is George.
3: Hi. Not those meetings. I don't go to those meetings.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm at meetings you know. at work.
1: That <laughs> just clicked it's, in my head. It's Hi, anonymous. Of course you
3: don't. <laughs> I uh I have an addiction problem. Mm-hmm. I watch too much Netflix.
1: <laughs> I watch too many Korean dramas.
0: And it's a problem. It's
1: beginning <sighs> to affect my life. Yeah. And uh yeah.
0: I watch too much below deck, and that's only because oh. my wife that's only because my wife loves it, and I I truly am a a victim of her obsession.
1: Yeah, my my sister-in-law loves Below Deck. She loves them all. He watched my brother and her watch them all. As he said in the last episode.
0: Below Deck has replaced Monday Night Wrestling in my house. To give you an idea of how much power Below Deck has in Hmm. our household. It has replaced my ability to watch Monday Night Raw and to watch the Rachel Maddow show.
1: Your wife is not wrong. (laughs) I'm just saying she put is that. or she
0: isn't. I'm not saying she is <laughs> or she isn't. I'm just
1: saying she should win in that instance.
0: This is why I have a TV in the studio out here in Studio uh, 1A. If
1: you know, I, really I got confused. To, I can
0: come out here. I,
3: I I thought you were, I was like, really? You're still watching that? Because I, 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 in my head, I was like, oh, you're watching Star Trek Lower Decks. That's not what you said. <laughs> No. You said Below, Below deck. deck. That's a TV show about yachts.
1: They're yes. very different. Totally different from Lower Decks. Totally okay. different.
3: Uh, now, that, now that makes more but, sense. Because what you were saying to me, I'm like, there's no such person. The mom. What do you mean, the mom? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, I will say I, this. I, I thought I had a dumb <laughs> a card. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Now that I'm done with Picard, I need to start floating into Lower Decks, and I need to get into Discovery. Lower Decks is hilarious. I have lots of Star Trek to catch up on. Lower Decks is hilarious. Ah, uh, yes. Very funny. Yes.
1: yes. Well, if that's all we got. I think that's then... all we
0: got. Did we Did we fill our quota? Do we need to go out and watch something we... real quick?
1: Uh, no, we filled our quota, I think. That's plenty of stuff for people to, to get a, a handle on watching. Right on. Give them something no, to do. Okay with their time
0: quick shout out to our good friend bill we miss you bill we look forward to hearing you on yes. the, the watch list again as soon as possible and uh we uh, as always we extend an invitation to both you and bill to come on uh our show uh interwebradio.com's friday free for all whenever you guys have time and we can Absolutely. you know it's about movies and stuff and tv and netflix and whatever you guys want to talk about, you guys are always welcome.
1: Great. You guys are always welcome to join us here too.
0: Right. Yeah. This is George and I's second time. We talked about Peak TV at the time. And I have to say that I have more now since that episode.
1: I've signed up for Apple Plus.
0: So it's like, right? it, it, it never ends.
1: Never. They keep adding more and more things.
2: They keep on adding more and more subscription services. It's almost like having a cable package again at this yeah.
1: point. Yeah. It starts to cost as much as just getting the oh. flipping cable. That reminds, Bob, thank you. You just reminded me of the
0: other thing I'm looking forward to. I need to look this up real quick. But I'm looking forward to the uh, the the series based on the movie, The Full Monty. They are coming out with a series. It's going to be I on one of the streamers. I don't
1: need a series of that.
0: Why? It's How? They... Why?
1: Uh, the movie was plenty. Uh, that's plenty of time in a movie to tell that story. You don't need that to be a whole series.
0: They are coming out with a full. Um, they're going to follow up with the guys twenty-five years later, as to what they're doing with their lives. The whole group of guys get together, and it looks like it might be on FX. Um okay. As I'm watching a trailer for it right now, but yeah, they're going to uh, they're going to revisit it. We're going to see what's going on in all of their lives all these years later. So I'm oh. totally uh, interested in seeing how that's going to play out when that comes
3: out. You're a weird guy, man. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't see the appeal at all, but Hey, man, yeah, if, it, if it, you pick it, up it, your fancy. That's, that's, that's fine.
2: It, it all thing... sounds good. Good in theory. And then you watch the friends reunion special. And then you're like, yeah, yeah this, this really, this was, yeah, not, what was, was, this was not what I was expecting. This is not what I was hoping for. And why is James Corden here? I, I, I don't.
0: <laughs> I will say this: they do align at the beginning of the trailer where um, somebody recognizes them as the Sheffield strippers, and this fan asks, "Are you still doing it?" And Mark Addy looks at the camera and goes, "You know." And there's this whole shot of him, you know, full body shot of him, and he goes, "What do you think?" So I, I'm hoping there won't be stri- <laughs> there won't be stripping in this one like there was in the movie, but. There's still, I think there's, it's called this is one of those, Mon- you know what, man? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next for these characters. I don't know why I just watched the full Monty a couple weeks ago and I'm like, I would very curious to see what's going to come next for that. It's going to be on Hulu. So right. there you go. Okay.
1: Well, thank you guys for joining me and filling in for Bill. We uh, hope he gets better soon and comes back.
0: I just hope he's not listening to this right now going, Oh, pulling his hair out going, I have to get back next week.
1: Uh you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he might, he might not. He'd be like, Patty, you ruined the show. This is terrible. Well we're we
3: we're trying to support the show unlike his knee supported
0: him <laughs> is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I just see Patty, I just see your phone right now and it just says two words. I'm out. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. We love you, Bill. We really do. We're looking forward to hearing back from you as soon as possible.
1: Yes, we want you back. Please come back. And please come back after you've watched things. Don't make me tell you everything I've watched from Korean drama land. (laughs) Anyway, well... Sum it up, Larry. Tell us where we could find your, your delicious show.
0: Our delicious show is served out in um, very tasty two-hour servings. And you can pick it up Friday. Uh, our next episode is going to be Friday the 19th of February, uh, February. Friday the 19th of May, 8 o'clock Central Daylight Time. You can find us at interwebradio.com. And you can like us on Facebook, Interweb Radio and you'll get notices about our next show. So please check us out, and uh, please keep listening to The Watch list with Patty and Bill and uh, review them and tell everybody, tell the entire universe you love both of our shows.
1: Yes. Yes,
0: please. Yes. Shout it from yeah. the rooftops.
1: Yeah. You can uh, contact us if you want to, but you probably won't through our website, thewatchlistpod.com. And on all the social medias, you can contact us there, too. But I know you probably won't do that either because nobody does. And, uh, yeah, that's it for us. So until next week. Okay, bye. bye.